When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. If I could name this episode with an emoji, it would be the person with the shrugging shoulders. Welcome to Starcast Darker Marks. We are the Dallas, official Dallas Stars podcast of the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Ryan. We ask you to please use the promo code THPN the next time you go and use the DraftKings app. They are the sponsor for our entire podcast and also the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, stars lose by a final score of 4-3 to three tonight. In a game that is very confusing to me, and James and I have very differing opinions as we were talking about this in our family group chat. Uh, hi, James. How are you doing tonight? Other than the Stars game. Other than the Stars game. Other than the Stars doing the bad and losing the game, I'm doing pretty good. So uh, I, I, I don't know how I feel about this game. I just feel empty. If that makes any sense, like, wow, I, I, I halfway expected it. Um, so, I mean, I don't even know where to start with this game. Um, Stars are up three to one going into the second intermission. They have a two goal lead, which is the worst lead in hockey, it seems like, and they allow three unanswered goals in the third period in the last six minutes of the game, and allow uh allow them to win tonight. I allow the Flames to take the lead and win to win the game tonight. Um, what, what's your what's your very first feeling about this game? Are you hacked off? Are you are you are you just confused? What? Just no words. Like literally, I, I have nothing to say. I'm speechless. Yeah. And uh, this game started off uh, really well, at least for the Stars. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get into the. Uh, into the the goal summary, and uh, we'll probably do it real quick, and then I'm probably gonna go on a on a rant or something because I'm feeling one coming. Um, in the first period, uh, the stars it was wide open the entire first period. I mean, it was just north south game. There was no there was no forechecking at all. It was just like rush chance this way, rush chance that way, rush chance this way, rush chance that way, and just cons- consistently throughout the game, that's what was going on. Uh, Mangiapane would get started with a good shot by Otter with a good save. Uh, there was a turnover and neutral ice by Radulov. It was a quick two-on-one, and then Lewis gets uh, his fourth of the season, and it puts the Flames up one nothing from Ruzika and Milan Lucic, and uh, that starts the game off on a bad note for the Dallas Stars uh, very early in the game, two minutes in. And it's just 
our our style of play with letting up the rush chances just kind of crept back in from when we when we went on that road trip and we were letting those bad teams score four goals against us a game like we we just started letting up those rush chances again and you let up enough of them one's gonna go in and uh at this point, they had allowed two odd man rushes in the first two minutes of the game, and that's and it only it, got worse. It, it immediately, I was worried. I, I even when we were up three to one, I was I was still worried. Um, uh, Gary had a chance. Markstrom said no. Uh, ben also had a chance, but he whiffs from the Gary pass. Uh, the the Radulov line also had a chance, and there were lots of chances both ways, like I mentioned. And then finally, Joel Hanley would get a puck luck bouncer goal, and it would make it one-to-one tied. And that fourth one was on the ice, and that happens to be Joel Hanley's first career goal in the uh, regular season in his 100th NHL game. Yeah, As Razor put it, you can keep him off the goal card for 99 games, but not 100. (laughs) So (laughs) Joel Hanley finally gets his first one in the regular season. Right, and we say the regular season because his first official goal was actually game one in the uh, 2020 Stanley Cup final in the bu- bubble playoffs against Tampa Bay. So, And then I, I wrote this down uh, in the first period as I was going through and taking notes. I'd, I put the words hectic and chaotic through oh, the yeah. first period. It, it was absolute hectic and chaotic. Uh, did that you, point, how did you feel about that? Yeah, at that point, I was still just listening to the to the game, so I wasn't actually watching it the first period. But it, you you could just tell it was back and forth and back and forth the entire period, and crazy chances all over the place. And we we I mean, definitely Otter held us in that first period for sure. But Otter held us in the game. I don't think Otter held us. Otter in held game. us in the game. No, we didn't. We lost four to three. Crap. Wait, Bull. no. If we lose four to three, you can't say Otter kept us in that game. Okay, what did the four? What did the forwards and defense do in front of him in the in the third period? Yeah, the third period. They turtled. We they don't want to go there. That's not. That's not what. What we should save it. Save it for the end, and because then we can have an epic argument. How about that? <laughs> you're wrong. Okay, but you're wrong. No. Shut up, James. You don't know what you're talking about. Um. Anyways, uh. After me writing hectic and chaotic, there's a great effort by Sagan coming back on uh, the fourth odd man rush of the game for the Flames, and that was within the first 10 minutes of the game. Um, uh, Zadorov would get a penalty for interference for the Flames. The Stars would get their first power play, and that first power play absolutely sucked. Um, they just never got set up, and it was not good whatsoever. They weren't winning any uh, faceoffs. They weren't getting set. Just absolutely nothing was going good for the Stars on that power play. Um, is there anything that you saw or heard from that first power play, James, that maybe made you think otherwise? No, the power the power play sucked. It from from the way that they were talking about it, it sounded like we didn't even have a power play. So, and uh, it would continue on in the the period. I mean, Otter with a good series of saves against the first line for the uh, Flames. It's the Lindholm, Goudreau, and Kachuk line. And at that point, uh, he had a lot of good saves against the first line when the Stars' fourth line was on the ice. So he really bailed out the Stars there. Um, Sagan would take a penalty, and the Flames would uh, be go on the power play. And I, I wrote down, please, penalty kill. Please. 25th in the NHL for the Stars. At this point in the game, they would take uh, care 
of the job there, but it required Otter making a save on a breakaway during the power play. Um, and then I, I put this down again. I swear I'm not looking for it. Klingberg turns the puck over after a hit by Coleman. And it was a, it was, it was, I wouldn't say it would as a, a big hit, but he definitely put some pressure on Klingberg to force that, uh, that turnover. I mean, honestly, I thought Klingberg actually had a pretty good night tonight. He had a couple of points in that first period where he was helping Otter clear the front of the net when he would let up rebounds. And he, he did, he does kind of let up this one a little bit, but for the most part, I honestly thought Klingberg was fine tonight. Uh, later on, Haskinen would get a uh, a slot chance. It would go wide. Uh, that seemed to happen several times for the Dallas Stars tonight. Especially uh, in the first. Robertson, Robertson would actually get the second goal for the Dallas Stars, his 17th of the year from Essa Lindell and Mira Haskinen. And it, it wasn't anything like special, right? It, it was just a simple, he was in the high slot, he had a good shot, and Markstrom missed it. So at that point, the Stars were up 2-1, to one, and... I'm sorry, James, and you're you're gonna have to disagree with me here. I didn't think we deserved to be up two to one. We really didn't. The first goal was a absolute fluke. It was a lucky bounce from from the point, and it bounced around. And Markstrom probably should have had that. And then the second one, as good as Robertson is, that's a shot that he should make the save on. And huh. it, at that point, he, I, I don't think that Markstrom was having a, a really good game at all. Uh, I I disagree with you on the second goal completely because he had two defensemen he was using to kind of hide the puck and then he he pulls it to the top of the net and he puts it in a great spot that's hard to save right over the shoulder I mean the best thing you can hope is that the goalie gets over a little bit headbutts it or he gets his arm up and, and shoves it out of the way but the, the I, still think goal, it's a, I still think it's a saveable goal though yeah, I mean, so I, I, I will give you, I, I will it, say it, this. I, I'm not saying I, that. It sounds like, like it sounds like I'm trying to take. Yeah, it, it so. sounds like I'm trying to take away from Robertson, which I'm not. It was a great shot. It was a 100. percent But I still feel like that was a shot that, uh, that I mean, Markstrom is one of he's has seven I, shutouts in if in the year so far. And yeah, I still feel like it was one he should have saved. But but you're talking about a shot from like the most dangerous spot on the ice it's the it's the middle of the ice it's in front of the net like you're you're not gonna save most of those honestly and and in this first period it it, we didn't we didn't get a lot of shots on net but we let up some rush chances but for the most part we played in their zone like that's that's why the score ends up being one to two honestly after the first period because we we didn't spend that much time in our own zone We we let up rushes and that was pretty much it yeah, but the problem is, is we were allowing rushes, and I still felt like that yeah, the but, Flames but had they, scored they on had one of four rushes. Yeah, but they still had more desire. Mm. Everyone's I don't know about that. Not, not in the first two periods. They did not have more desire in those first two periods. If they, they were, did, they wouldn't have played in their own zone as much as they had. Well, and it was for in this in the second period. I understand that, but the, but they still had. They just weren't getting that second opportunity. The Flames weren't. Yeah, because yeah. that's 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 how we play when we let up the rush chances. We stop the second chances. We we don't let them get to the slot and get those rebounds. That's how there they play. Still, there are still way too many odd man rushes, and I'm sorry, yes, but, but okay, but but if you're talking about a first for a first period game, right? You give up four odd man rushes, right? Four or six or whatever it was. They score on one of those, and you play the rest of the period in the other team's zone. 
Like, you're going to win that period. You're going to score more than them every single time. Because rush chances are great and all, but, like, if you can't convert on them, then the zone time is what you need to score the goals. But we didn't see that tonight from either team, in my opinion. We saw a little bit, but it, it, this was all goal. about rush chances both ways. The Han- Almost the Hanley's entire was game. Hanley's Not- was, was getting in front of the net and just getting a lucky bounce into the net. Okay, that's true. But most of the most of the goals in tonight's game were, and most of the chances, period, were odd man rushes, and the stars just let too much too much go. Let's in keep going, and we'll talk more about this at the end. Rushes, but... We'll talk more about this at the end. Yeah. Um. Uh, so we're still in the first period. Glendening would take an ozone uh hooking penalty, and the way that I summed up that first period, I wrote down Calgary had the better play, but but Otter kind of stood on his head for me at that point, and that's why the score was 2-1. Otter definitely stood on his head for that first period. I will give you that. Going into the second period, the Stars would finish the, the penalty kill after taking that penalty at, towards the end of the first period. Uh, there was a slashing call on the Flames, and then the Stars' power play on this one was way better. Like, yeah, night and day score. difference. Huh? But they didn't score. That's correct. Like, this is this is like every every time we we watch this these stars play, like they they either score three power power play goals in one game or they don't score any of them. So tonight they don't score any of them and they lose. And uh, I think there was a startling statistic that someone uh, yeah. I, I can't remember if I heard it or if I Razor saw it on it up. He, Razor. Yeah, he it at the end of the game, it was like what, like one in twenty six. One in twenty six on the power play, and then not last in nine the losses. losses. That's insane. And it's not like we didn't have chances tonight. It just it just proves that like if we don't score on the special teams, then we're not going to win the game. Just frustrating. Um, Pavelski had a huge chance, but it barely stays out on said power play. Um, they would kill it off, and then the Stars just had a lot of face-off wins, and they were getting a ton of shots in, early on in that second period. And they doubled up their shots in within the first five minutes of the second period. They only had six in the first period, and by the end of, like, you know, 14 minutes remaining in the second, they had oh, more than doubled that. They had about 15 shots. Um, and this is where I really started getting frustrated with the stars because at this point in the second period, I still felt like that the flames were really pressing hard in our zone that we just, we were having a hard time getting the puck out of our own zone and we were turning the puck over in the neutral zone, which is actually probably even worse than just not being able to get it out of our zone. And it just, it was consistently happening and, and there would be, you know, instances where it would be in our zone for over a minute and we would have opportunities to get it out of the zone. But instead of like trying to carry the puck out of the zone or, you know, make a decent play on it, they were just like rimming it up the boards and, you know, it's someone else's problem. And that was frustrating me. And then that's when I put Otter is a absolute mammoth tonight and just what he was doing for the stars. And he, he was standing on his head, especially in those first two periods. Um, but after I wrote, almost immediately after I wrote that, uh, the stars capitalize on another chance, and Ben gets his his goal. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, uh, how many he's got. He's got 11 on the year, and it was from Sagan to Garyanov, and it, it was just it was it. He was in the right spot at the right time, and he got a backhand. It kind of dribbled over the pad, and it was in. Stars three one, and I'm still not feeling comfortable. I'm sorry. I, I had this feeling the entire time, and 
I, I wanted to be happy and be like, yeah, I we're can't have, good, but I didn't I, feel good. If I ever get a feeling like that and I'm watching a Stars game, I'm just going to stop being a Stars fan, honestly. I don't know how you would even watch a game or games, multiple, because you have this feeling a lot. And just feel like they're just <laughs> going to lose when they have multiple goal leads. Like, How often am I no, right, you're wrong. No, you're not right that often. This is your one <laughs> out of like five. No, you're right. No, because you flipped your mind in no. the third period 10 minutes before the game ends. And you're like, oh, okay, they're going to win now. No. Which you actually didn't do in this game. But well, either way. You do that more than you think you do, I promise. Um, In the second period, the Hints would have a couple of chances, and Rads would have a chance as well. There was just rush chance after rush chance, and I honestly put this. I, I said Stars had better ones. They had better rush chances in the second period. Um, and again, I put Otter as a complete beast. He's saving everything. And then uh, Blake Coleman, you know, uh, Plano, Plano uh, prospect, and he's playing for the Calgary Flames. Uh, he hits the post with a minute and a half left, and we would go into the third period with a two-goal lead for the Dallas Stars. Um, so far in those first two periods, how did you feel about the Stars play, James? So for the most part in those two periods, I thought that the only reason why we were winning is because we spent more time in their zone than they did in ours, which I think for the most part, it's true. I haven't looked at zone time, but it felt like we were spending more time in their zone, and that's how we were kind of keeping the chances off of us, it felt. like Because we were playing... Like against this Flames team, if you're if you're playing in their zone most of the time, they don't have the chance to go score. So that's kind of how I felt we were. We won the first two periods, which obviously changed in the third. I thought we were winning the first two periods because of Jake Ottinger. That was me. Um, and obviously, just like you said, that obviously that would change. Um, in the third period, I thought this was really interesting. Uh, we saw a goaltending change by the. Uh, Calgary Flames. Markstrom was out, and then they put Dan Vladar in, who is former Boston Bruin, now is the backup in Calgary. Um, can you make some sort of sense out of that? Is is it really just because? I mean, maybe what I was thinking was Cal- right that Markstrom okay. was not doing great, or what was it? Just to get them going, or what was it? To me, it was they needed Calgary needed something to get them going, and a lot of a lot of it also. It felt like Vladar was playing a lot more. He was playing the puck a lot more behind his net. I don't know if Marshall was doing that as much, but he was. He, every time that the Stars would dump it in, he was back there and getting it. So he played a big part in them getting out of out of our small forecheck that we had on them for the first couple. But other than that, I, it just felt like they the Flames just needed a change of pace. I was about to say what four check in the third period, <laughs> but that's why I said small. And, and, and it's, this is why I'm so confused about this game. Cause I, I'm like looking at my notes and I'm realizing like how my mindset was going through the game in the third period. The very first thing I put on my notes, stars are playing better defensively in this period. I wrote that down. I, I legit wrote that down. And I even, and then there was even, there was only one other thing that I wrote uh, through those first 10 minutes that I thought was of note. And I wrote Sagan and Gary had a good rush chance. That was and, it. And then, and then it happens. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, let's just go through the, go through the goals that happened before. Okay. We're going to do this quick. Cause this is going to pack me off. Yeah. Well, okay. it's 
So these are all these goals are scored within five minutes of each other. Five minutes of each other. Um, Andrew Mangiapane, who is one of my non-favorite or my, one of my favorite non-Dallas Stars players, uh, he gets his 20th of the year from Blake Coleman and Noah Hannafin. And it's of note, he scored 19 of those 20 goals on the road. Um, makes it 3-2. And it was just a, it was a shot by Hannafin. It got deflected by Coleman, and it just happened to pop right in front of Mangiapane. No chance for Jay Gottinger. That wasn't that's not on Jay Gottinger. And that's not really on the defense either, honestly. It's it's a it's a tip from Coleman and it just bounces right on Mangiapane's stick and it's right in the net. Well, I'll I'll get into what I'm thinking in a second. Uh Johnny Gurjo, Johnny Hockey, we get his 18th of the year from Matthew Kachuk and Elias Lindholm. So that first line for the Calgary Flames finally comes through and ties the game. Uh, not even a minute later, and it's three to three with less than five minutes to go. And every Dallas Stars fan collectively goes, "Oh crap!" Yeah. And this was a complete defensive breakdown. I mean, Glenn Denning's got the dude on the on in the back corner. Hanley goes and chases him too, and they he shrugs the dude. The puck flops up in the air. He shrugs his shoulder, gets it over to his teammate. Hanley tries to cover the dude. Pass it across the crease. Hawk and Paw isn't watching. The other dude misses the pass as well. Gets to him and then right in the net. Like, no chance for Otter there. And then uh, Shillington, although it's it doesn't look like that. It looks like Kylington, but it's pronounced Shillington, uh, who I thought was really noticeable in the game tonight. Uh, he gets his fifth of the year from Anderson and Elias Lindholm. And that's as he's coming out of the box. Three on one. And it four three yeah. Calgary. This one and was just like it was just pathetic. Like they 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 probably made seven or eight passes between the three of them, and we couldn't even touch one of them. So I mean, great passing from them. Sure, we didn't get back when we needed to. Uh, Gurry kind of had a pretty weak play on the on one of his people that he was supposed to cover. I'm not sure how much I actually end up blaming him for that though. It was just not great awareness from the stars there hey guys this is ryan here the moment we've been waiting for since september is finally here in honor of the big game DraftKings sportsbook and official sports betting partner of super bowl 56 is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team bet just five dollars and get 280 dollars in free bets if your team wins DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their very first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 years of age or older, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 1-800-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat. In New York, call 
1-877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Okay, so now we can sit here and rant a little bit. What do you want to talk about first? Because there's so much to talk about. Well, I kind of want to talk about how the Stars actually played a decent game through Go ahead. 50. Okay, so through 50 minutes, honestly, the Stars team played a game that will beat the Calgary Flames 9 out of 10 times. The last 10 minutes, they played a game where they will lose to the Calgary Flames every single time. And that that was pretty much the whole game that's for a decent me. Way, like, that's a decent way of putting it. That's a good way of putting yeah. it. Because, like, honestly... It, even in the in the score the scorecard like proved like we played a good enough game through 50 minutes to to win the hockey game in the the second we stopped getting any offensive pressure at all the flames went full gas like they're they, they dropped like a 20 pound weight on the gas pedal and just let the car go forward it was basically they they, they didn't even have to didn't even have to drive the car. They just had to follow it because the stars were just letting them in. Like, you're ne- that, that's, that's a perfect exactly analogy. What that's a like, perfect analogy. They, they just put it. They just put it, they just put it the neutral and it. <laughs> you, you could even do say that. Put it. Just put. They just put it in neutral and just pushed it. And the stars. Here you go. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, I've waited enough, and I'm about to lose my mind on this because. I'm going to go into this because uh, re- regardless of how we both feel about how the stars played tonight, the last 10 minutes, we, we can, we can agree on, on this. Whose fault was it for this loss tonight? Whose fault was it? Was it Otter? In the last 10 minutes, it was the defense. They couldn't was it the stop the pass to save, them, to save themselves. Okay. Was it the coach? Partially the coach, but this one, I actually it's say the no. Coach. no. It is absolutely the coach. You have a 3-1 lead. It doesn't matter who your coach is. You should not give up that 3-1 lead with five minutes left in the game. It, I, I don't care if you're the Montreal Canadiens, if you're the Ki- Arizona Coyotes, don't blow a 3-1 lead with five minutes left in the game. I'm just so frustrated because I am so sick of this team and watching them play freaking turtle hockey when they have a one or two goal lead. I'm so absolute sick. It's 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 predictable at this point. It is absolutely predictable. You can go and you can see that if the stars are not even playing that great, they're playing no offense in the third period. The other team gets one goal. One. We could have a three goal lead. We could have a two goal lead. We could have a one goal lead. It doesn't matter. It's predictable, and we can lose. We are going to lose the game. Period. Especially, it doesn't matter who's in that. It doesn't matter how we're playing. It doesn't matter who's out there on defense. It is we are going to lose the game. It's one hundred percent predictable, and that is what is absolutely frustrating me. And it's it's not like this has just happened once this season or the past couple of seasons. It is absolutely predictable for this team. To have a lead, they let one goal in, and all of that confidence, all of that consistency is gone. And they allow everything. They they allow it to, they're just like, they they get out of the way and they're just like, okay, it doesn't matter how this game goes. We're just going to hand it to you. 
That's that's literally what it is. And even when it was a tie game, when you when you still have a chance to win the game, you know the Stars are not going to win the game because they can't play offense in the third period when they have a lead and they just stick to their stupid turtle defense. And it it, it stays like that. And it, it they don't get a goal. It, it doesn't happen. There's no such thing as a comeback or a go-ahead goal for the Dallas Stars when they have a lead like that. It doesn't happen. It doesn't. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. And especially in, in this game, especially. Like, how I how I mentioned how I felt we won those first two periods was offensive zone pressure. Like, there was no chance our defense was good enough in those first two periods to, to win to win this game. But they, they played enough in the other zone that, that they should have easily won. So... I mean, if you if you go into the third period in a game where the only reason why you're not losing is because you're playing in the other zone, and you just turtle, yeah, you're you're gonna lose the game. And it it's more frustrating for me, you know, analyzing it for me because I viewed this game, you viewed this game as the stars played 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 well and they deserved to win. For me, I didn't see that as much. So you could see it from my, I mean, regardless of who's right, it doesn't matter. From well, from my viewpoint, this if, if I view the stars as not playing well and they have a three one lead and they have a chance to steal this game, that's even more frustrating than the fact that they're not able to take care of business. All they had to do was play a little bit of defense and get a little bit more pressure and just don't allow it to snowball. That's what they did. They allow it to snowball, and it happens every time, every time. And I, I'm just so sick of of this team doing this. And I, I'm sorry, I'm losing my cool on this, but th- no, this I is, totally get it. This, where where I, your energy no comes way. from is is that like I I didn't get to watch the first period, obviously, but like it's it, it's it's how I feel, nonetheless. And the only reason why I'm not like yelling right now is because I'm still partially in shock from losing a three one lead with five minutes left in the game. Like that, that's why that's why I literally said speechless for my words for the game because I I don't know how to describe this. It's it, it's a it's an empty feeling. That's a, that's exactly what I said at the beginning. I didn't know what to say. Okay. I'm I'm putting this on bones. This is bones. This is because this is the way he wants this team to play, and when they have a a multi goal lead like this. It's predictable. I mean, I mean, how did how did you feel once they got the first goal? But I, excuse me, I, I should be more specific. Yeah, they got the, the first goal in the set in the third period. Got their first goal in that in that run of three. It was it, it was panic time, definitely. Especially it, it with shouldn't the way, be that way. It shouldn't be that the, way. Especially with the way goalie. it went in. The way it went in, it was like it was like oh crap. And then, and then the very next shift just did not confirm. It just confirmed everyone's suspicions. And, and I, I honestly like part of it is a big part of it is definitely the coach with, especially with having like our best players on the team right now are Robertson, Henson, Pavelski. Two of those guys are twenty five years or younger, so. I, I don't know what what you want from what bonus is trying to get from this team, honestly. I, I'm just seriously confused. I, I'm absolutely seriously confused as to as to what 
what this team is and what this is right now. And you know, I'm gonna pull this comment up because Ardell is a good listener of the show. He he consistently listens and watches. Hey Ardell, thank you for listening. Uh, sorry, I'm losing my cool for you guys. Sorry, I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at myself because I'm just frustrated. But he puts on uh, YouTube, he writes, this team has no identity. Inconsistency is their identity. And if I have never heard a more perfect statement than that for the Dallas Stars this season. They have no identity. They're not a defensive team. No more. No more are they a defensive team. They're in the bottom half of the NHL when it comes to goals against average. They allow way more goals than most teams do. And yes, they're scoring more. That's great. Okay? But when you allow games like this to happen, where you lose to Montreal, you're losing to Ottawa, uh, you're losing to Vancouver before they, they're they actually relevant, we're losing a game to Calgary. This is the, the most important game of the season at this point. This is a team that we are trying to catch in the standings. And that third period absolutely blew everything away. We had a chance, from my viewpoint, to win this game and steal this game. And they didn't take care of business because of the way that Bonus does things. I, I've ever since that Montreal game, I have been fully on board with getting rid of Bonus. I mean, he's honest, gone. If he's not gone after next season, the Stars are absolutely screwed. Honestly, like the identity that the few identities that we've grabbed onto this year have been the first line being our our show our showstopper, right? Like that. That's just how that's that's how we've been winning games. And recently, they've they've kind of gone a little bit more quiet and. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mean, obviously it's like, it, and it goes back to like how, how we feel like we're in the same like position as the Edmonton Oilers are. Like we have great star players right now. And we're They're all just, on 30 goal paces. That whole yeah. top line is all on 30 goal paces. And, and, and we're all, and we're just kind of like shutting down their, their chances almost. It feels like. I, I just don't even know where to go with, with all of this um and i I mean maybe the reason why i'm freaking out so much about this is the fact that i still want this team to make the playoffs even though i've you know publicly come onto this podcast and said they're not making the playoffs i mean that montreal game really did me in a lot and it's just it, it it's it, it's it's a roller coaster of a season. It's complete inconsistency. And there's, in this coach, I don't believe is the right person to fix this problem. He's not. And especially when you have a team like this who is built, that's built to win now, even though they're not winning consistently like they should, winning games that they should. It, it, it's just frustrating. It's still frustrating because there's that that glimmer of hope in me as a Stars fan thinking that they actually still have a chance to make the playoffs, get that second wild card, and we'll see what happens in the playoffs. That's all you have to do in the NHL. Just make the playoffs because we've seen teams go on on a long run. We were one of those teams. We were one of those teams. We were a wild card. Well, I guess we were the third. We were the third spot. We were not going to end up being that third spot. Yes. Based based off of how the season was going, we would have been you know five to eight in in the bubble playoffs. We should have been, but the the I think we were on like a eight game losing streak when this COVID season paused. 
So yeah. we barely got enough to be one of the top four seeds uh, points percentage wise. But I mean, I mean, that's besides the point. It, it, I mean, you, I, I don't know what to say. It, it, it's just this season is completely inconsistent. Um, I'm hacked off at the, the way that this team is, is in what makes me even more mad is that this team is super predictable with games like this. This is a game you had to win. And we're going to look back at the end of the season. And this is the game that's going to, that's going to put us over the edge. And it's, it's going to make us miss the playoffs and at the end of the year. I mean, if you mark my words, mark my words, if you go back and you're looking at the, you're looking at the, standings right now i mean we we're one out of the wild card spot now and essentially like we have to stay ahead of edmonton who has two games on us and is only one point behind us so that's going to be hard to hold them off because i mean connor mcdavid and leon dreisaitl are insane e- even on a bad team and then you're just looking like there's no way we even make it into the top four in the Central this year. Like with the teams, we we have to be one of call the Colorado Avalanche, the Minnesota Wild, Nashville, who's having an insane season. And, you saw that, yeah, right. And the St. Louis Blues, who are who are just back apparently. <laughs> and here's, there's no way the we're chasing, we're catching any of those teams. Yeah, here's here's the point. Points percentage for all these teams, by the way. Colorado is on a 10-game winning streak. They're on an 18-game home winning streak. They have a 773 points percentage. Minnesota has a 712 points percentage. Nashville has a 652 uh, winning percentage. And St. Louis has a 648 winning percentage. None of the teams in the Pacific have a winning percentage over any of those four teams. And... and even in the total standings, the Blues sit at tenth. Those those four teams in the Central are top ten in the league. No way we catch them. And, and basically, we we are fighting. We're, we're fighting the other our other division. We're, we're fighting. Sorry, we're fighting the Pacific Division for for one playoff spot. We're we're fighting that entire division for a single wild card spot right now. I, I just. I don't see it happening. Um, let me ask you this, because uh, this is kind of this is kind of running on my brain a little bit. It, did did Otter just have a really bad last six minutes? I I, I still can't. I, I know that like we we were so quick to blame Holtby and yeah. Hudobin for really bad games like this, but I just he had such a good two first periods. He was the he was the reason the Stars had a three one lead. The reason there was nobody else, he was the reason. I mean, the, the and crazy- I mean, you have to at least agree with me on that. Yeah. The, okay. the craziest thing is by the end of the by the end of tonight, he still has a nine hundred save percentage. That's insane. That absolutely freaking insane. I mean, he he definitely had a great two periods. The last period, I wouldn't say he broke down, but he got slightly leaky leaky in the last five minutes, which was good enough for the Flames. I just don't I, see how any of those goals are his fault. The second I don't one, think they are his fault. Is my point. But like the way he was playing, it, it, I'm it definitely not. No chance this game is on him at all. Like that already 
we, we've stated that over and over again. But he, he let that first one in, and a little bit of confidence might sink, sink a little bit. But, I mean, I, I, don't know, I don't know what to say, honestly. I mean, because we don't have answers. Because bonus is not the answer, and he doesn't have the answers, it appears. That, I mean, that's uh, that's really what I think this boils down to. And uh, I wasn't like that at the beginning of the season. I wasn't. I, I was I was trying to give you bonus. On the, the bonus team, you were on his team. No, you were fully on. I, I I guess I was. Yes, in a way. I I, I was because I, I felt bad for him because I felt like he was getting ganged up upon. But now I'm actually seeing it, and uh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, yay, we got Ryan on the fire bonus train. Yes, you did, Brandon. But the other frustrating thing is we know it's not going to it's not gonna happen. It, it's not going to happen. He's going to ride out with his contract, and I just don't think he'll get re-signed at the end of this season. Um, so, and then, Brandon, absolutely not. That will not happen. Uh, Brandon's asking on uh, on YouTube, for those of you listening on the podcast side, if the Stars make the playoffs this year the way they we have played, will Ryan burn that Mooderous jersey? I will never burn the Mooderous jersey. One, because I love that jersey. And two, I spent over $200 for it. So I'm not burning $200. <laughs> but um, it, I, I guess to sum up the game, Turtle Hockey absolutely sucks. And mm. I don't think Bonus is the person to lead us into the playoffs again. That's my, my takeaway from this game. James? If we want to point out particular players that had bad games tonight, because we had a couple of iffy players tonight, but mostly Gary. Gary had a pretty rough night on the defensive side. Uh, Radulov had a very rough night on the defensive side. It really felt like he was he was never back to help out the defense. Um, it was really that the the for, the fourth line was kind of kind of okay but that that third line definitely felt really rough on the defensive side all night long i mean it it was a bad defensive night from the get-go we had to play in the offensive zone the and that's what we did for two periods and then the third we didn't and we lost because of that third period so that pretty much sums it up for me i guess i'll do the stats to close it out because i forgot to do those um, face-off percentage, the Stars dominate 58-42. to 42. Uh, Stars go 0-3 on the power play. Flames go 0-2. Um, hits were very high tonight than normal, 24-20 to 20 in favor of the uh, Calgary Flames. And, you know, the giveaways tonight, that, normally I don't like pointing this out, this stat out because it's stupid, because it's very subjective, like Chris says. He, he's, he's absolutely right. 21 to 12 in favor of the Dallas Stars. Even if they're subjective, that's pretty substantial. That's, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that's got to tell you at least something. Cause this is the home, cause the home people are the ones that do the stats. And when that's the case, that's never good. Um, shots on goal, 11 to 6 in favor of Calgary in the first, 17 to 11 in favor of the Stars in the second. And then the, in the third, the Flames just pepper. Jake Ottinger, 18 to 5 in favor of the Calgary Flames. Final shots on goal tonight, 40 to 28. And you could look at the shots on goal and, you know, figure out how the game went. Honestly, you can't because 
from the looks of it, it looks like the Flames completely destroyed us all night. They didn't. They destroyed us in the third period, and that's all they needed. And that's frustrating. Anything else we need to talk about? The stars suck. <laughs> that's it. Th- that's but <laughs> see, that's not true. I don't believe that. They don't suck. They and keep proving me wrong night after night. I'm like, okay, they can win and this. And they can stay. They can stay in their playoff spot. Nope, one out of playoff spot. And, and one spot out of playoff this year too. If it's like and, that, I'm seriously gonna cry. This game, this is the turning point of the season. We're gonna look back at this game and and realize that this is when we realize we're not making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I I hope I'm wrong. So, okay, we ranted enough, and I'm tired. I'm sure you are tired too. Um, anyways, guys, thank y'all for tuning in. This has been the after game review for game 43. I lost my mind. It only took. I waited 25 minutes to lose my mind. So that was good. It was better than the other time. And then we lost our minds for about another 15 minutes. Yeah, right. Both of us. But it, it was more calm. It was more calm. Mine was just like, mine was just kind of like, rah, 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 and it just, just went on. But, so, since but, we yeah. don't get any hockey report since we go into all-star break, uh, we get some weird snow stuff at, down here in, in Dallas and everywhere on Thursday. So yeah, weird cold temperatures. What's yeah. up with that? I don't know. Well, I'm just hoping that, you know, they don't cancel school for us because then if they cancel school for us on Thursday, then we have to go to school on the Monday right after uh, Easter. So I'm crossing my fingers that we don't, which that would really suck. I'd like a three-day weekend for Easter. That's just me. But, you know, whatever. So um, anyway, guys, uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. What? We have to fester on this all through the all season. I know. That's the thing that makes me drives me crazy. Maybe we should just do maybe we should just do a live stream and watch the, the all-star game. That'll at least be a little bit of fun. And it, it looks it looks no, like it because I'm gonna be talking about the stars losing to the flames the whole time. <laughs> no, so fun. We'll talk about how great of a season Joe Pavelski is having and the no, fact that fair. he's serving as the captain of the central division. We'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah, that's pretty um cool. Anyways, guys, uh, we want we want to thank once again uh, DraftKings for being the sponsor of our podcast and of the entire Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, we will be back with you guys again uh, sometime soon. We haven't really talked about doing an episode uh, over the next week because there is no game over the next week until next Wednesday. So maybe we'll maybe we do like a live stream and watch the All Star Game, or maybe we uh, do just like a, a random podcast on some night and just kind of fester our thoughts of the season so far and what we could do i mean we could talk about klingberg we could talk about you know guys that may could be traded out if the stars are not a playoff team if the stars are a playoff team who do we keep do we still keep klingberg you know there's there's still a lot of things to talk about uh on the flip side so any guys anyway guys i, I can't talk to <laughs> we will catch you guys on the flip side and we hope you guys have a good and fantastic evening. good night